everybody, welcome back to Reboot Leggers. This is a comedy podcast where we reboot everything. I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. You can basically consider us the Bonnie and Clyde of reboots. Yeah. But we're both men. But both dudes. Both dudes. And... And we haven't gotten caught yet? Does that work with the analogy? They did get caught, and then they died. They killed themselves? Did he drive off so a cliff? So we haven't killed... We haven't gotten caught yet. Yeah. One day, maybe. One day, maybe. We will. But it's, uh... Not... Not yet. Anyway, uh... The generous ant last week turned out to be incredibly well received, and we're gonna we're gonna keep our trend of children's books going. They're books, right? Yes. Yeah, they're books. Yeah, we're gonna keep our. Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. We called it our our series is called the City of Gears and Iron, right? So we're gonna come at you hot with City of Gears and Iron Part Two: Colon Subheading The City of Ash this week. So it's one city, colon, another city. Mm-hmm. The series is called the City of Years and Iron series. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we are, we could, but, but also the first movie is about the City of Years and Iron. Right. We're just going to hope everybody can figure that out, and then we don't, we don't have to put a whole paragraph on the movie poster. Yeah, kind of like um, the Maze Runners. Yeah. I think... How, like, only the first movie has a maze at all. Uh-huh. But you just know that now it's the same movie series, and there's no more mazes. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're... And, yeah, in, like, the third Hunger Games movie, there's no more Hunger Games. And then also in the or, fourth or, Hunger well, Games Well, there's movie. no more games, and there's no more hunger. It's separate. Yeah. Yeah. That's what... So the, the movie posters uh, changed it, but the original book titles, it was, it was The Hunger, comma, Games. Mm-hmm. It was just Hunger and Games separately. Yeah. That is what happened, and you know it worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, uh, the movies did a good job with their revamp. They um, did, and so um, the book we want to tackle this day in the year of our Lord two thousand and eighteen is the little engine that could. Mm-hmm. The story of a triumphant train, train engine that pulls a load of cargo up a hill. Cargo changes based on. Which version of the story yeah. you read. I mean, specifically, it's an engine that pulls a train. Yeah, yeah, it is about the engine, not the train, and that, that, that can be something. That can be something. Now, um... So, the source material is pretty brief, so I guess we might as well just, just go through it. Yeah, hit me with that source material. Yeah, so you've... So there's... There's multiple versions of the story, but we're just gonna go with the popularly accepted kind of scenario. So mm-hmm. there's... um. There is a load of cargo that needs to get pulled. So sometimes it's like coal. Sometimes it's actually like another train engine that got broken and needs help. Uh, I think in a much later adaption, it's just a load of t- presents for children. Mm-hmm. Like It's not Christmas, but it's a bunch of toys. Mm-hmm. So then the person who needs the cargo uh, shipped around goes to a bunch of big, fancy, strong train engines. And says, can you help me? Can you help me? And they all say no. Yeah. So then there's nobody left except for the little engine that could. But they don't, they, they don't know that they can yet, so they're just the little engine right now. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're just a little engine. I can't. Nah, man. Yeah. And the little engine says, I will try my best. I will and try my best. It does. The little engine kind of sucks at it. It's very slow, and the hills are very big. 
Let's also discuss the fact, I don't know a ton about trains, but I don't think that trains do a lot of hill maneuvering. We tend to just tunnel through mountains, right? Well, sometimes. So, I mean, maybe back I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, not, it's never going to be perfectly straight, right? But in the book, this train is climbing like a 60-degree peak. Yeah, and that's hard to do for trains. The little engine is hauling this cargo and just, it, 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 it's succeeding. It's very slow. It's much slower than the other train engines, mm-hmm. but it succeeds. The entire time, it's, the, it's saying to itself, I think I can. And that's kind of, that, that kind of becomes its motto. It becomes its Mantra, whole world, yeah. really, yeah. And it, it eventually gets to the station, and then the, the little engine goes, who, I thought I could, and I did. Right. And that's the end of the book, is basically just, if you never stop working hard, you'll eventually succeed. Mm-hmm. It's more, kind of an allegory of the, uh, you know, it can be capitalism or the American dream or whatever, however you want to spin it. Yeah, and so we had a, we've in a rare moment of professionalism, you could call it. We've prepared a little bit in advance, and so in the last episode, we did mention there are other cities in the generous ant world one of which being the city of Ash, and we feel the little engine that could would fit very nicely into that city. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea, the idea that Frank had is that the engine is powering the city of Ash and like producing the ash, uh, and we're going to go from there. Now, why is the engine in the city of Ash, Frank? Did they yeah. build it? So, yeah, this is going to have some, some, a, little, a little bit more world-building in our city of gears and iron universe. So mm-hmm. in the, uh, in the titular city, the city of gears and iron, um, they didn't really, we didn't really outline a real purpose for the city. It's yeah. just kind of a, it's just a big bustling metropolis mm-hmm. with very little trees. So the city of Ash, I think is going to be more targeted. I really want it to be some kind of industrialist machine city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, into that. Like obviously the train is a big deal. Have you seen the uh the terrible Chris Evans movie Snowpiercer? Not yet. I've been okay. meaning to. Um, never mind. Okay. That's about a train though. It is about a train. And the train is the world because they all live in the train. Right. They live in the train forever. Now that's not what I was proposing, but the train was a city sized train in scope and size, and I really like if um this the little engine is a big engine yeah yeah what i'm imagining exactly the little engine that could is kind of the core brain of this of the city of ash Mm -hmm. but it's just so built and layered that it's no longer recognizable as its original form yeah no one is even so that'll even i think that would be like a reveal later on is Mm -hmm. we you know we delve into the depth of the city and it turns out oh the city is powered by a train that's being kept stationary but just still can is always can always can could and will and Uh is i and i think with that setup our little engine is not actually the main character no no which makes it hard as a property of a so is our main character just the boy from the generous ant again we could have the boy from the generous ant visit the city of ash i i would like to do um so the city of ash is a machine city i want robot citizens doing robot jobs mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. every everything is about maintaining the engine of the city of ash mm-hmm. right they have some kind of export uh we'll figure that out okay but i want i think what i want the boy 
the boy has the boy from the city of gears and iron his only his only identifier is the boy because he's the boy from the giving tree who has no name Mm -hmm. i really want him to pick up an ally from the city of ash later in his story and so i want a city of ash robot drone servitor whatever you want to call them okay to go off script to get his co- his code to get he, he to get acts against his programming as the kids say yeah okay what is there a children's book about a robot that we could put in that we could take him from that we could do that's a great question i can't think of any off the damn piece let me look so here's a here's the thing that i was looking at and maybe we can find something here um child book robot we can go back i want to just going back to shell silverstein right quick he's got a book called falling up which is a collection of poems and there are many characters in this so let me just give you and here's what i love is the wikipedia summaries of these poems are brief to the point and give us a lot of room so for instance allison beale and her 25 eels a girl has 25 pet eels which can do all sorts of things end of description Bad cold. Oh, that's that's the whole thing. Yeah, I'm just seeing if there's anything we can pull in for some characters. Here's one okay. called Bad Cold. A man has a serious cold as he sneezes on anything he can find. All right. A man... <laughs> anything about machines. How about this one? It's called Carrots. A boy hears that carrots are good for your eyes, but after sticking them in his, he wonders if maybe he misunderstood. Ah, that's very clever. That's terrible. Like, his dad is... Stabbed that would hurt so much. Dentist Dan. Let's see. Uh, Don the Dragon. Hello? All right. I'm thinking the dragon is good. So I think, uh, okay. Um, um, the City of Ash is industrial. It is a manufacturing, refining, smelting, foundry type place. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's lots of fire and jets of fire and lava pools. So mm-hmm. um, dragons would fit. Uh, is it a real, is it an actual dragon that resides in the city of Ash? I don't know. Maybe it's... Or is it like a mechano beast that is called the dragon? Hmm. Who rules the city of Ash? Is it the dragon? I, th- I don't know if... We didn't, we didn't give the city of Gears be. and Iron ruler a name. That's just the king. No, we didn't. Yeah, it's just the king. It could be the dragon. Okay, we can do a Wizard of Oz thing. The dragon is operating the little engine from the in the city of ash i guess okay maybe it's enslaved we can do like a now here's a children's book called robot rumpus robot rumpus now is that what it sounds like when a young girl's parents go out for the evening they think they've left their daughter in safe hands with robots designed to get her to bed there's Cookbot to make great spaghetti for dinner. Cleanbot to do the washing up. Washbot for bath town. Now, now hold up. Bath town? Bath time, sorry. Ah. <laughs> Cleanbot does the washing up, but then Washbot does, doesn't, doesn't? And even Bookbot for bedtime story. What could possibly go wrong? Well, what if, what if Washbot doesn't want to wash anymore? It's a robot. It doesn't have a choice. Oh, that's, a, that's the plot. Right, that's what I'm saying. Um, All right, so we're at the robot rumpus. Let's let's forget the dragon. Okay. So the little engine that could powers the city and powers all of it, all of the operations. It's mm-hmm. there's a wireless, you know, there's a wire, there's a remote power grid throughout the city for all the machines. The little, the little, the little, the, 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 the,
Yes, the, the little engine that could is like a think nuclear generator power crystal situation. Mm-hmm. At one time, it was an engine many, many aeons yeah. ago. I think, too, what we need to decide is, did they build it that way? Or was it like this optimistic go-getter can-do engine, and then they saw an opportunity to exploit it? Yes. Okay. So the little engine that could said yes when someone asked for help. Let's make that pathological. Yeah, they... Well, the they, little engine that could was a people pleaser to oh, the point... Okay. It just could not say no to people that needed its help and oh, its power. Geez, that makes it super sad. Right? And so it keeps, it keeps finding ways to become stronger so that it can help more people. And just more energy output, more power. It went nuclear some, at some point in the year 11,000 AD. Like, you know, I, I, we haven't really established whether the City of Gears and Iron is far in the future or far in the past or an alternate universe. We don't really... Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter so the little engine that could just wanted to help over a period of millennia it became stronger and stronger with the explicit purpose of trying to help more people Mm -hmm. at some point along the way what happened it 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 begins to lose its identity well yeah i don't i was just imagining some people heard about this engine that was unstoppable and so they were like hey we should just take that and use it to power our city we should just oh they just hijack it yes i like i like that the little engine that could wants to help, but it is enslaved in the city of Ash. Yeah, and because and it's it a train, so it's a train, it can only go on train tracks, right? Yeah. So they build some train tracks that basically, like, eventually drop into this little, like... And they just make it go in a circle, and now it's trapped. Oh, yeah, they could do that. Or I was thinking, I was imagining they just make it so that the tr- the tracks kind of just, like, drop a little bit, and so then the wheels just spin in place forever. But circle's actually pretty oh, great. Oh, like on a treadmill. Yeah, a train treadmill. I think I like if it's in a circle, because it's a little bit more metaphorical. Yeah. So they, they, they built a bunch of tracks, and then they got it going in a circle, and then they like qu- quickly like tore down the other way, and then finished and made it a circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, so- they just flipped the switch, and he gets t- the, the track switcher, and then now he's stuck. He's stuck little, he's stuck cutting forever. He could. Yeah, all. he always could, but never did. Oh, that makes it sound like a lazy train. He always will, but wait. Never won't. Anyway. But never won't. Yeah, I think maybe we do have the boy come to City of... This is, this is movie two, right? So the boy... Mm-hmm. This is movie two. Maybe the boy sets off in search of his friend, the generous ant, to find out like what has happened to him. Oh, okay. This is going to be an Are You My Mommy sequence of events. Well... <laughs> That is another children's book that we could adapt here. Yeah. I wasn't so much, I was thinking, like, he's, the city of Ash isn't his destination, it's just where he's stopping, and then he gets, um, involved in some, uh, hijinks. In some local politics. hmm I like that. Okay, so the boy, oh boy, we made up, we made, <laughs> we made friends for the boy last week. Do not remember them. Maybe, maybe he arrives at the city of Ash alone. We didn't give any of them names, they just, like... There's person who's good with computers, person yeah, who the, has... the spunky one, the, yeah. the, the big one. What if... The, now, we talked about this a little bit, but I think two children's book characters that lend themselves really well to just straight-up character inserts instead of plot inserts would be Frog and Toad. Okay. We could have Frog and Toad as, the, as two residents of... Now, I, I have two ideas for them, and one of them we touched on 
before the show, but I like the idea either that Frog and Toad are like actual characters who exist in this city and become friends with the boy, or Frog and Toad are just like almost a tangential story that we don't explicitly follow. It's just sometimes their story crosses paths with the boy's story, and so he just encounters yeah, yeah, them we, every we, once we, in a while. And they we really tie in point and click PC game series. For yeah, Frog and Toad. they they really know what's going on, but they and they so they just happen to like he comes across them and they're like oh it's the boy again look toad mm. and he's like yeah frog i suck take out the cookie jar yeah um, show him oatmeal <laughs> show him oatmeal <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> yeah yeah they they kind of show up at junctures where we don't have good transitions We're and then do the transition coming. they go yeah, wherever yeah. unrest is I, yeah they're always where the action they're is. They're always... They've always got something of their own going on, but they intersect with the boy and his friends. They they could tell that some... Maybe they're just, like, chronicling events. Yeah, so I, like I think watchers. they're not residents of the City of Ash, but they're also there when the boy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the boy... I, I Let's do, like, a meet... Maybe they're swamp. there because they've heard about the little engine. They're like, there's something about... Haven't you ever wondered how the, where the, how the City of Ash is constantly... Yeah, they set the boy on the path. They're like, because they point out, okay, so here's, here's what they find out. It's, they're like, haven't you ever noticed how the, the city of Ash only produces and never consumes? Like, mm. what, what is causing, what, what creates the power? Yes. And the boy goes, hmm. Yeah, the boy goes, hmm. hmm. Maybe the boy gets like, he shows up to the city of Ash and the, the robots just like beat him up or something. Oh. I I'm not, I'm just saying like... I mean, they can, but like, why? Well, just because it's a, it's an easy plot intro to add more characters. If like, you've got your main character show up as like an outsider and he immediately has yeah, to get yeah. help from a... Uh, you, need, you need him to get a point of contact immediately in the city who... Yeah, yeah. But gets, I would like... Um, maybe he does... So he doesn't stop at the City of Ash for no reason, right? He wants something like he... You know, it, it isn't... He wants... Maybe he just needs to resupply. Food. Yeah. Yeah. But not, there's no food in the City of Ash until he runs into Frog and Toad. Yeah, he's just passing through because it's all robots. It's all robots. So he's like, what is a restaurant? And then people are like, get, get out of my house. Like, uh -huh. you, don't have a, you don't have a power port to plug into, so I can't serve you. Okay. Does he find, like, humans living underground or something? Or there's just no other organic life in this City of Ash? I like if the City of Ash is, like, thematic as, like, there might be visitors, but there's no human habitations. Like, everyone... So why would humans ever come visit? They probably wouldn't. Okay. Maybe, maybe all the robots are staring when the boy comes to City of Ash. They're all like, who's this? Like, oh, we have... And they all call them... They all call them something stupid. They all say, like, oh, we haven't seen any organics here. Yeah. Okay, so then the City of Ash, the boy can... Um... So they, he gets to the City of Ash, and he's like, where's a restaurant? And then one of them is like, boop, boop, like, oh, I have not seen an organic for many life cycles. Mm -hmm. There is a restaurant, like, in the northwest corner. But the restaurant is a robot restaurant, or it's just electricity. Or, like, plasma well, coils. Well, so here's what I'm thinking. The, the city of Ash, do they, like, trade with the other cities? Or is it just an entirely self-sufficient like sequestered city that never like no one's ev no one ever goes into because there's nothing for humans there is it like this is a total mystery oh 
which way works better for what we want maybe to do? the do boy ideas? okay how about this how about this here we go uh, i've got i've got something forming the boy he finds out maybe he's got some sort of transportation that shuts down or he's oh, he needs power cells he hears that the city of ash has an unlimited power supply and he goes there looking for it yeah because so the, he like because here's why because the rebellion in the city of gears and iron needs power they're losing and this could turn the tide okay so then he goes off seeking this unlimited power source and then of course he'll find out that it's actually a giant train going around in a circle and he yeah, can't there's not power sources there's just the engine yeah and he can't it that actually becomes a huge disappointment he's like i can't use this but then the train is like free me yeah it's like please wake me up kill me wake me up inside kill me <laughs> i can't wake up <laughs> yeah all right no that's good so his like his like he's got he's got a mission he's in the city of ash for a reason Th- this is the reason see this is good the reason why he gets in a fight with a bunch of robots to try to beat him up is because he's asking around he's asking about, about the, the power engine. source and they're like yeah and they're all like no one can know so they corner him and then frog and toad throw uh a net throw mutt a net yeah on the robots they can't handle nets okay oh yeah because they don't have their sensors can't pick up the the thin wire they're like why can't i nets. move there's nothing yeah, on they me. all understand it's like like all like all of their internal all their internal sensors say everything's 100 fine there's nothing on me is there no i don't see anything on you yeah and then toad throws a ball of mud at them and it blocks their eye sensors mm-hmm. and then they get the boy out and they're like and then they say like ribbit Kid, I don't know how to do frog voices. I think um, they just talk regular. They go like, "Come on, kid." Are they British? I think they might British, be. Right? They dress like British boys. Mm. I'm just gonna Google frog and toad nationality. Hold on. Hit me. I'm here. Uh huh. It. Okay. One more click. Manhattan, New York. Okay. Oh, so they're, so they're okay. American. So they're like a couple of new- hey kid, what you doing here in the city of Ash? Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. If they're if they're like Joey from Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, they're Joey from um, Yu Gi Oh. Or Joey from Friends. Or Joey from Friends. <laughs> one of them is Joey from Yu Gi Oh. The other one is Joey. The from other Friends. one is Joey from Friends. Yes. Voice wise, so one of them's got like a little bit of a lower New York accent, and mm-hmm. the other one's like way up here. This is probably yeah. Toad, and this one is Frog. Yeah, yeah. And I they're like, like hey, and I'm they, ho- I'm hopping here. And they Oh. So there's like QR code like citizen passes, right? That they have to show the robot scanners. Yeah. And then Toad is just like to- wait, I think it has to be Frog. I forget what either Toad or Frog says like, "Hold on, kid. This is going to get dicey." And then like 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 goes like and like puts him in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> frog just you know inflates. I mean? Yeah, you know how like frogs can inflate yeah, yeah. their little chin sack. And he's like He's like, hold on, and then like, all right, kid, this is gonna get gross. And then, and then there's only there's only two life forms because it's just frog and toad now, and they show them the citizen badges. But they are like, why do you have two heartbeats? He's like, that's just how frogs do. Yeah, it's like it's been a while. Frogs have definitely evolved, and the robots are like updating data banks. Yeah. Okay. So why are frog and toad there? Also to. I think find that the power source. Are they like? Are they like just like rascally thieves? Okay, yeah, they're just a thieving crew that they're just like our also Han- be casing the engine. They're just our Han Solos. Yeah, yeah, and they of course have like maps of the factories and stuff like that already. 
Because we don't need to worry about actually, like, getting those, right? Like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already cased the joint. Yeah. They're like, they go, we just need, we just need you. So initially, like, they're just gonna leave the boy to his fate, but then they realize, like, hey, this guy, him. this guy, we can use him. Yes. And he's expendable at first, but then they decide they, are, they, love, they him. love him. Okay. So Frog and Toad and the boy. Yeah, I want them to, like... I really think we can round it out if they find a robot ally. Yeah, robot ally. Somebody then, in the city of Ash that's like, oh, I can, I can plug in and R2-D2 boop-boop-boop into the thing. and. Yes. Okay, so maybe we find like a janitor robot who's like, I am so mm-hmm. sick of cleaning up all the shit. I don't even understand where the shit comes from. We're all robots. <laughs> Who keeps shitting in here? No person in the city makes it, but it's there. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. Well, yeah, he actually... No, okay, I guess not. But he finds out that there's another robot whose job is to spread shit <laughs> to the other robot <laughs> to clean. Because otherwise, neither of them would have a purpose. Yes. Okay. So then they get him <laughs> to, like... That's what they buy. They buy from other people biological waste. <laughs> And then they export their, like, battery cells or whatever. Okay, so they do export. They're not, like, self-contained, secluded. Yeah, yeah. But the boy for the revolution needs... He needs their power. The engine, yeah. The unlimited engine. He's mm-hmm. heard of... Because they make good batteries, but their batteries run out. And he's heard... And he's heard tell. And they're not rechargeable. He's heard tell of a battery that never runs out. Yes. That powers the city. The Etern engine, the Engeternity. Well, he doesn't know it's an engine. The Infinigen. He doesn't know it's an engine. Yeah, okay. It's just a power source, an infinite power source. Okay, and then we'll say, is this just going to be like an Ocean's Eleven style heist then? I really, really want it to be an Ocean's Eleven style heist. So I think it starts as an Ocean's Eleven style heist, and then when they get in there and they discover it's a train, then it becomes, how do we get this train out? Yeah, yeah, it becomes a kidnapping taken situation and then we get good action where they're like on the train and we get a train chase oh my god dude we get a train chase because they they have to switch the track so they somehow in secret rig up the train so that it can run off tracks and then um get it off the get it out of the city yes they just put like huge off-roading wheels on the train Mm mm-hmm or like uh those treads that like construction trucks or like tanks yeah, have. Tanks. Yeah, that's probably the one we're gonna do is mm-hmm. like treads. Mm-hmm. Like tank treads. Tank treads. Yes, dude. That'd be very good. And then he becomes the the big beefy engine that can and will. Mm-hmm. And is free to, which is the important part. And is free the big the little engine that is free to. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> So, so they like so what, what uh, so we have we have Jana, janabot janabot janitorial bot mm. um janitorial Clean. unit 725 and everyone everyone just calls him fiverr fiverr yeah he but, names himself fiverr as an act of rebellion yeah he gives himself an, a, a, a unique yeah, call identity me, call me fiverr Call me Fiverr. Right. Oh, I'm a, I now I'm have an decided Australian he's, he's definitely Australian. Yeah. Everyone, everyone here is a robot except me. Call oh, me. Oh, does he Fiverr. have? Is that how he's malfunctioning? Is that he thinks he's not a robot? He thinks he's human. He insists that yes, he's human. That would be so good. Okay, but like, if that's the case, hold up. If that's the case, should he be the shit spreading robot? 
happens. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. He's yes, like, yes, I'm yes, human. Yes, Look, yes, I yes. produce waste. Uh, yeah, and then he opens a hatch and just. And dumps they've been food. so the robot authorities have been chasing him for a very <laughs> yes. long time because he's ruining their system. Yes. Oh my gosh, so that's stupid. really good. So, like, like Frog and Toad know that this guy has been making news, right? He's the Phantom Pooper, <laughs> and they they're like, we gotta get this dude. Yeah, and he we, must we know the really ins and outs of every building there is because he's been pooping everywhere. Because he's been sneaking into them, pooping and leaving again. Oh god! We have an opportunity for some really good moments too, where it's like, um, you know, like there's, uh, there's like an electrified floor, and he's like, and Fiverr is like, I can't walk across that, I'll die. And they're like, Dude, you're a robot, you you'll be fine. And he's like, No, I'll get shocked. Wouldn't a robot also get shocked, though? Robots don't like getting... But he's insul... Okay, it's a floor that's really hot. It's poisonous gas. Yeah, okay, I I'll allow know. that. And he's like, I'll die. And they're like, no, prop... Like, and then, like, that, like, Frog is like, I'll cast a spell on you so that it's you won't die. But it's just because he's a robot. Yeah, and... But they have to trick him into thinking he's safe as a human. And then it turns out that he's actually just spreading chocolate around, but the robots don't know any better. Yeah, well, I think that Frog, Toad, and the boy figure that out really fast. Yeah, because f- the boy's like, I'm like, so don't, hungry, don't. why don't they have food here? <gasps> and he eats the robot's shit. Yeah, but it's chocolate. But no, yeah, they all know it's chocolate, but he doesn't, and he's super grossed out. Yeah. Fiverr is super grossed out. He's like, wow, I, I don't even know how to handle this. I don't even know. I think he tries to run away, and they convince him to come back. Because eating shit's not cool. We don't endorse that at Reboot Leggers. Yeah. We don't even condone that a little bit. Like, don't, don't eat. No, even it's if, not hilarious, and it's not what I'm looking And if someone tells right you now. it's chocolate, don't, just don't. Okay, so they plan this heist, and then um, they do get the, the train out, of course, and the train is like, I'd given up hope for so long, but now I know I can. I can. And it just breaks right out of the wall. Mm-hmm. There's a conveniently placed wall to break through. Yeah, and then here's what I'm... Th- maybe at the end... The city starts to shut down, right? The city of Ash shuts down. Yeah. And so does Fiverr. <gasps> oh, that'd be so sad. But yeah, or, or does Fiverr get to remain alive as long as he remains upon the we're gonna, engine we're gonna We're gonna do a Pokemon the movie with it. We get a really good... Where Fiverr's like, what is happening? Yes. I'm human. No, I'm human. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so then Fiverr dies, but then they're like, quick, get him on the engine. And then when they get him back yeah, on the yeah. engine, he, he boots back up. He wakes back up again. And they're all just like, good to see you, buddy. You're definitely human, but don't ever walk away from this engine. Okay, so it's then... It's got like a hundred meter range. Don't walk away. Yes. Okay, so then what if... um? So when it ends, they're going to like part ways, mm-hmm. and Frog and Toad are like... He's like, so where are you guys going to go next? And they're like, well... We heard about an ant still roaming around, and he's like, what? So then he changes his plans to go find the ant. Maybe, like, the whole rest of the series is just, like, chasing the MacGuffin of the ant, but we never see yeah, it again yeah, until like the, the last movie. Oh, right at the very end, he finally finds his friend, the generous ant. Mm-hmm. And he's, he has destroyed nations and raised the kingdom in the process. Mm-hmm. And started World War. war. Mm-hmm. But he found his friend. He found his friend. That's what's important. Yeah. He's, he's shirking his responsibility to go help the rebels. In, in, his front, in his front coat pocket, or his inside coat pocket, is a picture of the generous end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every night, every night he takes it out and he looks at it mm-hmm. and he says, I'll find you, my friend. And then looks up at the starry sky. Yeah. Okay, so Frog and Toad. So then, so he, why? 
I like it, but I also don't, because that means that he's abandoning the rebels to go look for the Ent. Um, Maybe he says, I have something else I have to do, but I, I'll, I'll meet you there, and then he takes the engine home. Well, no, here, here's, here's an easy way. So, Frog and Toad are talking to the boy, and the boy says, like, hey, you guys have been around. Have you heard anything about an Ent that, like, went wild around here? Mm-hmm. And, and Frog and Toad say... Oh, um, there's been some rumors that there was an ant, uh, that got captured by, insert another city here. Yeah, okay. So then he has to lead the rebellion to to capture that city. Yes. Okay. Maybe he says, let me know if you hear about this. So then in the next movie, it starts out, he's back in the city of Gears and Iron. He, they, they take it. And then he hears, like, halfway through. So they, they basically win the rebellion His halfway through. His beeper buzzes, and it says, like, Frog and Toad, call me back. Yes, exactly. They, they win the rebellion halfway through in the next movie, and then Frog and Toad yes. call him, and they're like, hey, we've got something. You need to come to where? What's movie three? Is this a trilogy? Is this a seven-movie series? I, I think this is going to be a saga, is what the modern term for it is. Okay, but that could we be any stop, number. We don't stop, and then the last one is two parts. That, a saga could be any number, though. Yeah, because we we don't know. Well, we're gonna all, find out. All we do, uh, what I thought we knew was that. Oh, we should go to the city of dreams next, Drugtown. Oh yes. Okay, we'll go to the city of dreams, and then I guess number I guess number four would be the city of the city of bones. City of bones, which as we all, all right. know is Pound Town and where people which go is, to die. Which is Pound Town. Yeah. Okay. Wow, it's already been weird. That's that's about when that's we fast. usually wrap it up. Uh. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was so fast. I feel like. Either we didn't have enough or we did really good. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you everybody so much for listening. Uh, You can, as always, find us on uh, where? What? No. How do I do this? Hang on. It's an internet website accessible by going to any internet browser. Yeah. And typing the following letters in sequence. Um, Thanks everybody for listening. We really um, are glad you're here. If you like the show, please take a minute to review us on Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes. Positive reviews really uh, help us out in terms of visibility and spread. And if you know someone who you think might like the show, tell them about it. Until next time, I'm Scott Owen. I'm Frank Sarah. And Frank, what's our password for next week? Our password for next week is choo-choo. Unhinge my jaw like a cobra.